One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Which, please, stop subconsciously hating yourself, shoulding all over yourself, and for the love of goddess, stop thinking you have to do it all on your own. This witch is haha here to help. Find me on sexandthesynchronicity.com for coaching, courses, card pulls, and deep XX exploration through erotic art. Fortune favors the bold, so be bold, be that witch, and head to sexandthesynchronicity.com. Hey witches, Leah here. You know my all-time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa manifest some sh**, wait, are you really gonna bleep out sh**? I can't say sh**, this is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahknauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. All right, rolling on quick time. <laughs> rolling what is on up? the quick time. <laughs> it sounds like on the river. Rolling with the quick time. Sorry. <laughs> rolling. Rolling, <laughs> rolling with the quick time. What were you going to say? Hey, witches. Happy Witchy Wednesday. You're listening to Basic Witches. If you've been listening to us for a long time, thanks for sticking around. If you're new here, we love you. Welcome to the coven. I'm Leah Knauer. And I'm Rachel LaForest. Yeah, welcome to all the new witches and the wise old witches. Um, you know, you get better with age with witchcraft, and we love that. Mm -hmm. um, we have a super cool guest today, you guys. The hood rat hippie, Serena Pendley. She has an amazing story of overcoming some crazy shit. And yes finding spirituality and finding her gifts and her power yeah she's so amazing and trigger warning we do talk about sexual assault um but i think it's an empowering conversation and hopefully you guys enjoy it as much as we did she is amazing and her card poll at the end was spot Oof. on for us i'm excited to hear how you guys resonated with it um but if you want to get monthly readings from us, please join our Patreon and you can get ad-free episodes and monthly card polls. You'll get shout outs on the pod. It's real juicy in there. Yeah. And when you're in there, you're watching the episodes. Did you hear me? I said watching. 
watching the video of the episode. You get to see how cool Serena's um, background was that we talk about on the show. Mm -hmm. Um, And you really get to like be in there with us. So we hope to see you in the Patreon. You can get there through the link in Instagram at Basic Witches. And, you know, I think that does it. Let us know what you think about this episode. We love hearing from you guys. And enjoy with the hood rat hippie, Serena. Serena, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me. And I can't read what's on your shirt, but I do think I see a vibrator. (laughs) It says raising my vibration. (gasps) That's incredible. (laughs) Spirituality and sex are are linked for me. Yeah, you too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sex magic, sex magic. I love it. Hell yeah. Okay, let's start there. Yeah. (laughs) What a fun place to Um, start. When did you discover that? Uh, Sex magic? I love sex magic. Maybe like two years ago, I discovered it. I I was roaming through a Facebook group and I was like, no, no. (laughs) But if you, if it makes sense with the energies and the energies we produce and just putting things out there and the orgasm, I mean, that's the best way you can like align your vibration. It it all made sense to me. So Mm -hmm. I just started diving deep from there. Mm -hmm. And then, um, there was ways you can do it with a partner, but, um, my husband is Jewish. Mm-hmm. He's non-practicing. So I didn't want to have him cause he always calls my shit woo woo, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was trying to find yes. ways that I could do it on my, by myself. And there is a masturbation manifestation. So I just started diving deep into yeah. that, laying out my yes. crystals and my candles, getting my affirmations ready, doing it in the tub. Mm, Girl, yes. don't, even, don't even get me started. Yes. <laughs> oh, we did though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, I love yeah. it. Did now, you, what was the first like manifestation that you saw come, come real? No pun intended um, from sex at, magic. Yeah. It was at the beginning when I was first putting my business out there and I was just going to about to launch my, my website and I just wanted things to go well. I wanted to make a few sales. So I just started with that. I kind of lined up my crystals for abundance and just kind of having a flow of customers. But when I launched my website, I wasn't asking for much, but I did it and boom, it, it worked. Oh, I'm kind of amazed at how well (laughs) my launch went, actually. (laughs) I shouldn't have made as much money as I did. No, you you should have. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I get what you're saying. Like, you didn't even expect that. Right. Right. Yeah. Most businesses first popping off aren't aren't that, you know what I mean? Right. It was great. It was magical. mm -hmm. Right. I mean, do you feel like that there was other elements that affected it being so magical too, besides just your sex magic? Like, Oh yeah. I mean, I'm a boss. Like I work hard and I had to believe in myself and I had Mm -hmm. to get over, you know, self-sabotage and all you guys know what the fuck I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. Yeah. And, uh, I, uh, the identity and, uh, what am I looking for? Imposter syndrome and all that shit Mm. that you go through when you're trying to, you know, first start out. So definitely before doing any type of magic, you gotta get that shadow work, you know, Mm -hmm. go ahead, go ahead. Do you still deal with that? Do you, do you feel like that? Like, Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because once you get to one level, you're like, well, it's only from here. It's only up from here. So you're still like, can I do this? Am I capable of this? Uh-huh. So those, those things still come up no matter how far you've gone. You still have mm-hmm. to fight through those things. Lifelong yes, you always have to do the shadow work as you mm-hmm. shadow work is endless. Yes, uh, yeah. for real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what's your sign, Serena? I'm a Virgo. Okay, cool. Earth sign, earth energy. Yes. Do you resonate with your sign? 
I do. I do. I'm very earthy. I'm very uh, mothery, very uh, uh, mm. things have ducks have to be in a row before I put anything out. Like it took me a whole three years to put a book that I wrote three years ago out because wow. I needed to have the perfect cover and I had to have it proof mm. like 40 times. Mm-hmm. Like I am that type wow. of Virgo. Yeah. Virgos <laughs> really take care yeah. of like practicalities. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. has to be perfect. And it's hard being a Virgo because as we know, nothing's perfect. There's no such yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So progress let's, over perfection. Let's talk Absolutely. about like going back in your timeline a bit because you call yourself hood rat hippie yes. and you didn't even used to be a hippie. Like right. this is like right. new ish. So yeah. Can we talk about um, the beginning of your like spiritual journey? Absolutely. Um, so I was a raging alcoholic for a little over a decade. I had left my first husband with just a baby and that's it. So I was like an alcoholic. I was homeless and I was at my rock bottom. I was bouncing around from couches to couches and I just didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. So um, I had to start being honest with myself that I was an alcoholic and I was never going to get moved further if I didn't connect with that part of myself and be honest with myself about that because I was Mm -hmm. the highest of functioning. Okay. Nobody Mm -hmm. knew I was drunk all the time. Like my friends today still, Whoa. they were like, you were drunk that time. And I was like, if it was between 2006 and 2011, I was drunk for sure. Wow. For sure. <laughs> so wow. it had to, I had to be honest with myself. And the first thing they teach you in AA is you have to find your higher self. You have to find your higher power. And I was so afraid of religion. Like I did not want to join a, join a church or anything like that. So, um, mm-hmm. I started uh, looking into Buddhism and Buddhism is the gateway to spirituality. Yes, like, <laughs> that's where I started. Yes. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you touch base on Buddhism, it just oh, kind yeah. of opens your, to the chakras mm-hmm. and to yes. you know, alignment and just not being a fucking asshole, basically. Uh-huh. So uh. I dove deep into Buddhism and then it was just, and because mm. I'm an addict, I had more, 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 more yes. all the time. I relate so much to so many of the things you're saying. I went to rehab when I was 19. And so I read, you know, the AA book every day for 30 days after I like should have died in college. Mm -hmm. And I truly feel like, uh, like in moon circles now I'll say like, thanks for sharing. Cause it's so ingrained in me (laughs) through group to say, thanks for sharing. Thanks for letting me share. And like so Mm. many things of my spirituality is the foundation was rehab and it was the lowest worst darkest period of my entire life but it still like taught me so much and for that I'm grateful Mm -hmm. yeah Serena Mm -hmm. I'm wondering like what is what is a perspective change you've had from that journey in the way you see things (sighs) that no matter how shitty it was, I probably wouldn't have changed it for anything because mm. my ability to help people now just goes, goes from me telling my story. Mm. If I can tell my story to someone, they'll be like, fuck, man, you did all of that. Yeah. And that was not that long ago when I was laying on my sister's couch wondering what the fuck I was going to do. You know, so f- to go from that to such a drastic change, to be in a loving, committing relationship, to have this business that is booming, you know, out of nowhere, mm. um, It seems impossible, but it's not. Once Mm -hmm. you start manifesting and getting to the spiritual realm, there's certain things that you want. And once you're in the thick of it, it seems like it's going to take forever. And everybody's (laughs) telling you divine timing. And you're like, fuck that shit. I want it now. (laughs) But if you don't don't align with that shadow work, I'm telling you, if you do not get that shadow work and start being honest with yourself, then 
mm-hmm. you're going to just keep spinning, spin, spinning on that same hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want, yeah. I want just the way that we can have conversations on this show and people like you and us who can talk about shadow work and talk about the imperfections. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like if people could get over it and if everyone could talk like that, the world would yes. be such a different place. And it's fucking hard. I'm not telling anybody that shadow oh, work yeah. is easy. It's fucking hard. Right. It's hard yeah. to be in a meditation and a shitty hard. thought comes up and you're like wanting to just push it away. But the shadow work mm-hmm. is kind of sitting with that thought and be like, why do I keep thinking about this? Why does this keep coming up? Let me journal about this shit so I can fucking <laughs> heal from it already mm-hmm. and move on to the next shitty <laughs> yes. thought that comes up yes. the next time. Yes. I'm like, meditating. Do you, yes. share, <laughs> do you have an Aries moon like me? Because I'm, I'm I'm impatient because I have an Aries moon. So I so no, feel you. I'm Aquarius moon. I'm okay, Aquarius okay. Moon. <laughs> yeah, I've I, I've struggled with patience my whole life, and then it's been so interesting through this show to learn more about my astrology and like human design, mm-hmm. and all of my lessons I need to learn are on patience. So I like mm-hmm. have to. Damn. I have to always tell myself <laughs> it's divine timing. It's divine timing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because and because we know it works, and because I'm an addict, I really have to check myself because I will go, 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 go until I burn myself out, and then I have to stop, heal for about two weeks, and then I'll go, 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 go again because I know it's gonna work, and I know like hard work pays off, but I never take that time to do the the self love until I feel myself burning out because I'm trying to do too much at once because I'm trying to manifest this shit, you know, I got shit to do. Yeah. Yeah. So so I really, really have to check myself. That's why I love using the moon phases because Mm during that waxing period, or excuse me, during that waning period, all you're mm-hmm. doing is checking yourself. What habits have I picked up? What the fuck am I cutting out of my life in the, in the next two weeks? Yeah. So I need that. I need that. I need yeah. that check yourself period. Mm-hmm. By Were the way, you are you connected with the moon? Yes, yes, yes. I am and a I was, lunar witch for sure. I was wondering if your earrings, are they a full moon? Oh, no, no, no. These They're are trees. my springtime earrings. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> With like the zoom quality, it's like I couldn't yeah, tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so when did you some- learn to like really connect with the moon? I've always had like a special connection with it. Like I watch my daughter now, my daughter's almost three. And every time she sees the moon, she's like, moon, mama, moon, right? And oh. I was that way as a kid. So mm-hmm. I've always had some sort of connection. And then when I got into uh, spirituality and realized that I was kind of really good with the chakras and energy work, I started diving deep into other types of energy work. And lunar stuff is just so mm-hmm. easy because it has its own cycle. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to Google what moon cycle are we on right now? Okay, that's <laughs> yes. what I need to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that's what I need to be doing today and it's yes. so it's so good to just kind of keep up with things with the moon cycle oh, I get so excited when like women like you have a daughter to raise because I'm like oh that one's gonna that one's gonna be empowered yeah. and turn out good like yeah. <laughs> she's gonna understand that she doesn't need to be consistent like the moon yes. she yes. can be fluctuating yeah. like she doesn't need to be a man right yeah yeah, oh. yeah. And another amazing part of your story was that you lost your hair to alopecia. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that because looking at you, it's like you would never know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was traumatizing. I would have to say that that was a big part of my rock bottom. So Mm -hmm. um, I had left my first husband and 
I don't want to talk shit about my first husband because we did everything right. We were high school sweethearts. We got mm -hmm. married. We had a baby. We got our jobs. But um, he mm -hmm. he started a carpet business and he blew out his knee and his back. So mm -hmm. they put him on Vicodin and it was mm -hmm. downhill from there. Mm -hmm. We were getting paid. We were getting evicted all the fucking time. And I loved mm -hmm. him, but he didn't want to get help. And so I was like, fuck, man, I can't keep, I had to, I had to take my baby and go, mm. but I'm, I'm still an alcoholic. You know, I'm still in dull. I'm still wow. drinking every day, mm -hmm. you know? So I started, you know, I was stumbling back and forth through AA. I wasn't really progressing that well until I met my second husband. Mm. And I hate to say that because nobody needs a man. We don't need a man. Okay. <laughs> but my husband is my rock and he really showed me that I wasn't a piece of shit. And sometimes mm -hmm. you need somebody to come in and show you that you're not yeah. a fucking piece of shit, right. you know? And that's yeah. really all that I needed, needed to step into my power and to actually get sober. And it was him, because mm -hmm. um, like mm -hmm. I said, I was high functioning, I was a hoarder. So I was drinking 211 and four loco all the time, <laughs> all the time, and he didn't know. And one Damn. day he was cleaning out one of the pantry areas and he opened it and like cans came spilling mm -hmm. out. And I shit you not, guys, had he had that not happened, I'd probably still be lying to him. I'd probably wow. still be drinking. I'd probably Whoa. still be lying to myself. It was that yeah. moment that him going, fuck, you have a problem that mm. you have to hide this from me. It was that moment that I was yeah. like, it, it literally like spilled over, like yeah, your life yeah, yeah. spilled over. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. wow. I'm so glad you got out of that. Yeah. I was going to die. Like if I drink yeah. again, I'm going to die. I do not have mm. any control with alcohol mm. and so and so the alopecia mm. came on at some point during yeah like before so anyway, that or? I'm sorry you that oh, was no, no worries. <laughs> it's okay so after that um I tried like I I tried to kick everything cold turkey and with my body it started to shut down because all it knew was alcohol yeah so my hair started mm. to fall out I couldn't break over a hundred something pounds so I we thought I had cancer I thought we thought I was yeah. sick really it was just a withdrawal type period my body just was not functioning because I went from drinking alcohol all day to trying to uh, go to whole foods so my husband found a naturopath for me and she was just this most wonderful woman because I'd seen doctor after doctor they were going to inject my scalp with with these hormones they told me my hair wasn't going to grow back mm. they told me that I was going to have to get transplants mm. and all this shit and all these medications and I just mm. didn't want to do that because I already knew I was an addict mm -hmm. if you put me on something I'm going to have to stay on that shit forever yeah. And I don't want to have to do yeah, that. Yeah. So my husband was like, okay, we're, I'm going to find you a naturopath. And he doesn't have fast anything. When he finds something, it's going to be good, right? So he yes. found me this perfect little, mm -hmm. she was like five, two, little black lady, long dreads. And when she walked into a room, you just wanted to be her. She was just, you know, you know how you, you notice a black woman and you can't tell if she's 20 or if she's 80. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. I just wanted to be that. So I just listened to everything uh. that she said and she got me on a strict diet. Mm. She got me on off gluten, off of sugar. And the glute kicking gluten and sugar is just as bad as click kicking alcohol. The, mm. those the withdrawal. Same. Yeah. Because gluten and mm -hmm. sugar are in everything. Yes. So you're in the yes. looking at, oh, no, not that. Oh, not that, not that, not that. And you find yourself mm. just with water and, cra and crackers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you can finally develop uh, <laughs> the right diet for yourself. Um, mm. It's hard. Mm. It's a hard uh thing to go through but if you can go through that first two weeks of with the withdrawals if you can kick the withdrawals mm. you can do it you mm. can do it. Mm. I was so bedridden the first time I tried yeah. to 
Me too. Cut myself off of sugar. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's <sighs> it's apparently more addictive than cocaine, sugar. And yeah. it's and it's crazy because so most people don't even realize they're addicted to it. I didn't before mm-hmm. 2016. I I I went off in 2016 and had the withdrawals too. Crazy mm-hmm. mood swings and mm-hmm. really Whoa. anxious dreams waking me up at night. Like it yeah. changes your your taste buds too. Like when you come back to yes. sugar, it tastes yeah. different. Yes. yes. So, you have a different uh, tolerance. Me and my friend would do this thing called soul pose every year. And this was when I years after I had gotten sober. And uh, the first year I had took her, they would give, they were giving LaCroix waters out, right? And mm. I was like, you really should kick sugar. You get migraines all the time. I guarantee it's the sugar. Stop drinking, sh- stop eating sugar. And she was like, eh, well, whatever. I was like, okay, start with this, the LaCroix. She drank it. She was like, oh, that tastes like ass, right? Yeah. So she finally started getting into sugar. The very next year we went to Soul Pose again. She cracks open little curl and goes like, oh my God, this thing is delicious. And I'm like, <laughs> last year <laughs> when you said it tastes mm-hmm. like ass. Yes. And now you're off sugar and it's the best taste in the fucking yes. world. Yeah. Oh, I'm addicted. Yeah. I'm addicted. Yeah, to that. Yeah. I love LaCroix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Same thing. It was like when I got off sugar, then then fruit tasted so sweet. I was like, mm. oh my gosh, like mm. nature already gives us candy. Like yeah. this is straight up candy. But then yeah. we went right? and made fake candy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So then um Damn. what was the process of your hair regrowing and your body? So like- I had I have CCCA. So it's a, it's a um, autoimmune thing. It's not like a, a, a alopecia areata where it really attacks everything. Mm-hmm. With me, it's more common in black women because it's like the weaves and the products that we put in our hair and the processed mm-hmm. foods and the shit that we're eating. So it mm-hmm. is something that we're doing to ourselves. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you can kind of get with that and be like, fuck, I really have to change something about myself if I want my hair back or I'm going to keep eating shit for the rest of my life and not have my hair. Yeah. So you really have to make the decision mm-hmm. to make a very powerful change in your life if you want your hair back, if you have the type that I had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, that's reminding me of a, a picture of you I've seen with a shirt that said like rules about black women's hair or something. It's yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah. touch. You can yeah, compliment basically. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, don't touch, don't ask. So don't ask if it's a weave. Don't ask what <sighs> product I use because yeah. if you're not going to use them, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. So, like our hair is so different. Like what I use is not what she uses and what it's not what mm-hmm. she uses. It's like if you like it, mm-hmm. just say you like it. That's yeah. It. <laughs> yes. You like it yeah. to say you like it. Yeah. And um I, I loved love what you wrote about like <laughs> part of your mission is to show people that like this spirituality isn't just white women shit like yeah, cuz I mm-hmm. I personally have a big problem with like goop culture and the business of wellness. Yeah, yeah. I'm really off put by a lot of the gurus. Yeah. Um what's like what what do you feel? I try not to pay attention to that shit because when, once you see that, it's like, once you get that bad feeling, I kind of just redirect that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I really would like for people in my community and the black community, especially to see that it's more than, than white people shit. Yeah. If you think it's white mm-hmm. people shit, they're automatically turned off by it. And it really closes them off to the magic of it. Mm-hmm. Um, of and healing. Even when they kind yeah. of like dive deep, sort of like uh, get, dip their foot into it, they're, they still kind of will... Mm-hmm won't open up to things like they'll only stick with like hoodoo because they feel like it's traditional or right. they eat because they feel like mm-hmm. it's traditional and they won't step outside of that because it's white people shit right and I'm like right. no it's spirituality mm-hmm. it's what the fuck you make of it yes. you know 
And I call myself hood rat hippie because people in my community feel like they have to change themselves in order to be spiritual. No, Mm -hmm. you can be a fucking hood rat and still be spiritual. You can have that love and light and still be who you are. Mm -hmm. You don't lose yourself in order to, you know, want to be love and light in the world. Right. I love that. That's the type of message I'm trying to put out there. Mm. Love that. Yeah. Bringing your own culture into your practice, because that's the whole point of spirituality is that it's a solo, mostly a solo practice. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it should Mm -hmm. be what feels good to you. It should be Mm -hmm. your personality, your culture worked in. It's not supposed to be, you know, erasure like many religions do try to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's supposed to be like And it's inclusive. not about controlling. And so many right. people do it for a reason because this stuff is like so powerful and healing for, for the individual. I love that that you're that that's your mission. That's amazing. And I love that you're like you just try to redirect when you see that. Cause I get, yeah. I get more caught up, but I'm going to try yeah. to take that. What you said, I'm going to try yeah. that next time. <laughs> no, cause I'll get angry. I'm very much a mad black woman. So that's why I try not I'm to a mad white woman or too political with things because I will sit in that fucking anger and I'm not the one. So like I said, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a hood rep first. If I feel like this, this argument is going somewhere, I will still take it there. Sometimes <laughs> I will still get hood sometimes. And I know that about myself. So I yeah. try to just read Direct my redirect my focus. <laughs> redirect <laughs> totally. my focus. Yeah. But like I so agree that it's not all love <laughs> and light. I've been really trying to um like help people understand that there can be a way to health do like a healthy hex, as I put it. Mm-hmm. Um n- never like wishing harm on anyone, but more as a protective for the greater good. Essentially, spell work for the shadow side. Like I just mm-hmm. I'm so like about the darkness and the shadow work. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I get annoyed by the love and light, love yeah. and light yourself to death. Mm-hmm. It's like, ugh. Well, with new, the new gals, they always want like the love spells and, and the mm-hmm. abundant spells and stuff like that. And I was like, well, if you don't believe in yourself and you don't love yourself and they hate hearing that shit, but it's like, if you don't believe in yourself and yeah. you don't love yourself, your spells ain't going to work, hon. So let's work on this shadow work first because yes. we have uh-huh. to know why you want this thing so bad yeah. or why you feel like you need to be with this man for the rest of your life. Because honey, let me tell you, yes. I'm also they're going to tell you what you're not going to want to hear. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> and once you have that self-love you realize like I that guy actually sucks I was going yes. towards him because yes. of x reason from my childhood yeah. trying mm-hmm. to replay some trauma scenario like yeah. and then you realize that you don't need anyone and you got you you yeah. always got you that's mm-hmm. the hardest message to get through to uh, newbies to beginners mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I made a self-love course because it's totally the through line of everything. It's mm-hmm. like, for my mission, it's the anti-capitalism, anti-patriarchy is to love yourself. It is saying fuck you to them. To love yourself is an act of fuck you to patriarchy yeah. and fuck you to capitalism. Like, yep. yeah, I still come because at it with anger. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you. The moment they see like that deer in the headlights, I'm lost little girl look, they will attack and yes. try to brainwash you and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I'm saying by they, but you know what the thing I'm yeah. talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the power, the people in power, the one yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 So you got to get your shit together. And I'm yeah. not, I'm not half love and light and have uh, tough love. I'm, I will put that tough love in there. Cause like I said, we don't have time for this shit. Yes. We got to get this shadow work going so we can manifest the life that we desire, but you yes. cannot bypass that. You cannot right. bypass it. Mm-hmm. It's unavoidable because you're carrying it yes. with you. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's going to affect everything. 
yeah, the stuff under the surface is going to affect everything. Shadow work is hard, y'all, but what makes it a little better is therapy. We talk a lot about therapy on this show and how helpful it's been individually for Rachel and I, and just, it's so helpful, and we're so excited and honored to be partners with BetterHelp. Yes, oh, they are licensed professional therapists, just like who you would see traditionally in person, but in the modern age, <laughs> the magic of the internet, they're all online and they've been doing it that way for a long time. So you know you can trust them whenever and wherever you are. You can get better help. So if you are ready to embark on your therapy journey, we are happy to offer you 10% off your first month with the code BASICWITCHES. So go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's betterhelp.com slash basicwitches for 10% off your first month. Now back to the episode. Do you also paint? Is this a painting? Is this a painting where? in front of you? And where? Where so we the mountains with the hands? Like mountains. This right yeah. here? No, this is a sticker I got from Smoke Proper. Oh, They're sponsored wow. by retreat. So oh, cool. I just have a bunch of stuff from my sponsors in here. <laughs> oh, you're oh, a retreat. Yeah. Can you tell, yes. us? tell us? So um I'm a traditional Mo Kimpo Kung Fu instructor. So um, Oh my gosh, and, I can't believe we didn't even touch on this yet. I really want to touch base on your guys's um um uh, survivor episode. So yes. anyway, I'm a um I'm a Kung Fu instructor and a lunar witch, and I want to combine my talents in a retreat. And I have a partner; she's a kitchen witch as well as a green witch. So she cool. knows how to. Do, uh, she's gonna on the retreat. She's gonna be teaching people how to do everyday kitchen spells and how to do uh, spells with your cannabis. And I'm gonna be doing. It's a three day uh, full moon event, so I'm gonna be doing the uh, moon, the lunar spells with them as well as teach basic self defense techniques. Oh, so, you know, if um. If everyone was just kind of confident in their bodies and actually knew the power their bodies could produce, that that confidence would carry out in every aspect of yes. their lives. Yes. I mean, I feel like we can we can transition to talking about our Why We Believe Women episode mm -hmm. that you're referencing. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have a two part, two cents on this. So my first thing is um, I love the episode. However, I would like more episodes like that geared towards women like myself that aren't victims that mm. um yeah it's okay here, here's where I'm at I my job is legit to teach women how to survive situations uh, yeah. like that and I'm very blunt with them about the situations that they're going to I have students female students of all ages and I'm very blunt with them about the situations that they may have to defend themselves in mm. and I don't want to keep telling my students to just say no if they're no. afraid and when I hear stories like the, the stories that you guys told, I have questions of concern and it comes from a place of concern. But when I ask them, it feels like it's judgmental or victim blaming. Mm. So mm. I need more episodes like that so that I can understand why a woman would feel afraid mm. to say no or why she would mm. have a boyfriend and she wouldn't feel comfortable telling them that she doesn't want to have right. sex right now. Because I don't, I don't live in that space, so it's hard for me to comprehend. So mm -hmm. when I want to help women, it comes off harsh when I have these questions. Does that sound? Does that oh, sound I totally right? get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like mm -hmm. speaking from experience, and what I think is probably common, and why that happens is 
feeling disempowered. I did not live as an empowered woman for most of my life. I lived walking on eggshells, beholden to other people's power over me because I wasn't empowered. I wasn't told that I could, I wasn't even told like how to say no. I had abstinence only education. Like I, it wasn't until I had through school education. Through school, yeah. Oh, so like bullshit. didn't even know what yeah. I, it is such yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. This was growing up in the Midwest. Um, I didn't know what condoms were. Luckily, the first time when I lost my virginity, luckily a friend was like, Oh, we have to go get you plan B because I didn't even know what happened that like mm. there was no condom and I could have gotten pregnant. Um and like teen pregnancy was super common in my town, just abstinence only. But anyways, like all of it added up to, and, and growing up in um, Catholicism and very patriarchal religion trained me mm. to, to just not even see that I was worth like saving. So I it see. was like, it was like the power yeah. completely belonged to my partner. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I think because like you're already doing the with, work to help women because yeah, you're empowering yeah. women and teaching them the skills. So I grew exactly. up in the hood, like every, every woman that I grew up around was a single woman raising yes. kids. So like every time we, we were able to listen, they were telling us many shit and to protect yourselves. And right. that. so it, so from the moment that we could listen, my mom was saying, you know, this is what sexual assault is. No wow. means no, if he isn't listening, blah, 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 blah. Cause my mom is a survivor. She was molested by her uncle and by her brothers oh. and stuff. Oh. So it, the moment we could listen, she was telling us, so I, I am very, I, lash out to anything that's non non consensual I lash out and I mean about it and I want every woman to live in that space I want every that woman to wishing too. a motherfucker would live in that space yes so, yes <laughs> I feel like this is so amazing yeah. to talk about too and thank you for bringing this up because like Mm-hmm. clearly we have such different upbringing experiences. So it's, it's like, wow. Yeah. You, you were, you were communicated to in a way that yeah. for me was hidden and not talked about. And that's Same. the difference. And, and you're, and, and now we're all talking about it. So people listening right. are hearing it, you know, like yeah. this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I, I want that for everyone too. So I it agree starts a lot with, with the little Rachel girls. Said. The little girls need to know they can say no. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I was not really taught that. Yeah. And then um, I will add to like your body has memory. So when one minor, minor offense happens, whether it's like a micro sexual harassment or assault or misconduct or anything, after they happen so many times, it's like, and you're, you don't know that you're allowed to freak out about Mm -hmm. it or be scared or like be angry, all these things, it just happens. And then it keeps happening and you don't realize that you can say no. Mm -hmm. Um, But then once you, once you know that you can and that you're, you are capable of taking care of yourself and you are allowed to tell someone like, you do Mm -hmm. not talk to me like that. You do not disrespect me like that. My body, when I say no, you respect it. Once you learn that Mm -hmm. it's like uphill from there. Yeah. But I, I, was so low in just like a valley of accepting all this abuse because I didn't know yet I didn't see examples of of that of and like the valley of not valuing your safety and desires because that is the valley I was living in um okay back to the like Mm -hmm. Serena what you were saying how you you don't want to just say just say no Mm -hmm. That's mm-hmm. crazy. We're talking about it, witchy moment, because earlier I was doing yoga and I swear to you guys, I was thinking about the phrase, just say no, and how it's not enough. 
how it doesn't work or you don't feel like you can use it. And I was thinking about how it was the war on drugs, which is so fucked up, was mm -hmm. just say no. And then um, sexual assault teaching has been just say no. But it's like, there really are situations where mm -hmm. you can't just say no, mm -hmm. it's not enough. Mm -hmm. I wanna learn tactical self-defense, Serena. I think every woman needs to learn basic self-defense techniques, yeah. basic ones, just so you you can know what your body's capable of, so you're more comfortable with saying no. Because like I said, um, I grew up in the hood, so I was getting into scuffles back and forth, but I didn't start taking martial arts until like my late teens and early 20s. But mm. um, in my 20s, I was an exotic dancer, so I'm not yes. a stranger to men getting handsy and feeling entitled and having to cuss a motherfucker out because of because of them feeling handsy and entitled. Mm -hmm. So when I tell a woman say no, it's because I'm 5'3 and 100 barely something pounds and no has worked for me. And it's because of the way mm -hmm. I say no. Because mm -hmm. no doesn't work. I said no motherfucker works every time. Yeah. So I want I want to be able to teach women to kind of be comfortable with that. But you have to you have to know a little bit of something. Yeah. My confidence comes because I know I can beat your ass. Yes. <laughs> And that's I was where my confidence comes from. And I was because gonna say, I know I can say whatever the fuck I want to say right now, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And when you say no, the perpetrator believes you because you believe you. Mm -hmm. You specifically, Serena. Like other women where it hasn't worked, it's probably like they don't have the confidence and they don't actually right. believe it. So the right. other person is not gonna feel that energy. Yeah, like. Mm -hmm. And what I say to women in those type of situations, if no isn't working for you and a loud no isn't working and their body is still on you, then that you're being assaulted right yes. there. That is an assault. Mm -hmm. And my advice to you is to get as much DNA underneath your fingernails as much as you can while screaming, I said no, because there's mm -hmm. no, there's no denying that. There's yeah. no denying a scream of I said no and scratches yeah. and defensive wounds on someone that's, that's assaulting you. Yeah. So uh, unfortunately you have to go through that, but that's that's mm -hmm. the only way to powerfully say that I said no to this person. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. the police are gonna get there and it's your word against his. Yeah, it, it sucks if that that's If you do the decide reality. to report it. Right, right. I know it sucks. It feels like there's an onus on us as women to like defend ourselves where it's like, why can't we teach men not to attack us? Yeah. yeah. Or to respect us, like. Yeah. Well, I guess it's like in the meantime, while we're working on yeah, teaching right. them, right. we need to be able to protect so, ourselves. And I say this to my mm -hmm. students too, like right before I teach like a women's self-defense seminar, I go, ladies, as I'm teaching you today right now, there is a crazy motherfucker in prison teaching other crazy motherfuckers how to better get away with raping you. Ugh. So it isn't even, it doesn't even matter what oh. we do with these boys, these ignorant boys out here that don't know how to keep them hands to themselves. There are mentally ill men that want to yeah. fuck you and will try to mm -hmm. fuck you no matter what you say or do. Yes. And you have to be able to defend mm -hmm. yourself against that shit. Yes. Um, I've always felt like, you know how um, like the FBI, they get all that tactical training. And I think I think they they get to learn how to like take down someone way bigger than them, right? Mm -hmm. I've yeah. always felt like I wish mm -hmm. that there could be classes exclusive to women to teach how to do that. Like yeah. that it should be um, like almost like mandatory. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so too. I think so too. Cause I started touring the little preschools and started teaching a bully, a bully prevention and stranger mm -hmm. danger classes. And it really opened the mom's eyes to what their kids would do in a, a, a stranger situation. Right. And a lot of kids like don't even know their mom's names. Like if you say, what's your mom's name? They'll say mom. 
oh, <laughs> you know, so they don't even know oh, how to ask for help, even if they could get help. Yeah. So it, it should be mandatory, these stranger danger, bully prevention, and these um, little women, I can say no whenever the fuck I want to say yeah. no, seminars need to yeah. be mandatory. I mean, honestly, it should be because it's already been okay that movies and rape culture have taught boys to hurt us for years. Yeah. Like we should at yeah. least be teach, investing money and resources into teaching women to stick up for ourselves. And uh, when we're little, uh, we're being told that, oh, when boys uh, harass you, that's because they like you. And we're swooning to that now, to these bad boys and shit, <laughs> because we think if they're being an asshole, they must like me. And we're, and that's a, that's a brainwash. That's a fucking uh -huh. brainwash. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a justification for them to abuse us and be yeah. mean. We have mm -hmm. to stop telling little girls that. Yeah, this yeah. is why, like... I feel like I'm always, I can, I can end up being that party pooper or the angry white woman mm -hmm. like in, in group situations, but it's because I really believe we have to stop letting anything slide. I really believe the way to change this, all this, these systemic issues is to never let even a single comment slide. Cause yeah. like every one of those moments where you're in a group and a guy makes a joke about a woman's weight or something, it's like, you're just enabling it further mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. teaching. And then people do the, that awkward laugh. They know it's a shitty joke, but and yep. but they do that awkward laugh, and it just feeds to the guy to being more more of a douche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you for putting it so plainly. Like, yeah, because that's what it, that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I was having this exact conversation with my husband last night because mm. he's a he's a frat boy and he still has his frat boy friends. And I was like, had any of them showed me any type mm. of sign that they were disgusting and you were still friends with them, we would not be married today. Yeah. We would yeah. not be married because boys need to check other boys that are fucking disgusting. Yes. And yes. if you have a if you have a reformed frat boy as a partner, which I do too, mm -hmm. I have a reformed frat boy. I do too. Oh my, oh, <laughs> they have, the onus needs to be on them because mm -hmm. they came from the culture and changed and they better teach the other people still in that culture. Like if mm -hmm. they don't, yeah, complete letdown, deal breaker. I agree. Mm -hmm. Totally. I, I was also a sorority girl. Were you? you oh, no, were... no, no. I didn't go to college. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't. I, I didn't know. graduate from college. I mean, I went to the parties. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I didn't go to the school. Me too. <laughs> Wait, were there other things there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leah, Leah, you paid to go to college and you went to parties. <laughs> no. Uh -huh. but but I go to USC now. You do? For my vaccines. Oh, oh for your doctor. Second part, two cents. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah. Up. What's the other part? Second part, two cents. Okay. okay, so, um, I'm bisexual. And yeah. um, I really think that women in the LBGTQ community really need to check ourselves on how we treat other women. And this is something that I'm still struggling with today. Because when I was an exotic dancer, I was like young and I cute and I thought I could put my hands on anybody just because I was young and cute. And just because you're young and cute doesn't mean everybody wants to be touched by you. And yeah. it took my best friend pulling me to the side and be like, the girls don't like when you slap their ass like that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Oops. And it, it was hard for me to kind of kind of accept that, you know, about myself. But I was like disgusting to women just because I, I was bi and women are cute and I'm cute. And I felt like I can just touch whenever I wanted to. Hmm. And uh, what brought this to my attention is yeah. when I was having a conversation with my husband and we were talking about uh, the Weinstein situation. Mm. And I was like, oh, I could have never been an actress because I would have fucked his ass up. And my husband <sighs> goes, really? He was like, if you were famous, how many women would me to you? 
right now? And I was like, I laughed for a second. And then I was like, oh, holy fucking shit. Oh, a shit ton. A shit ton was because I was gross. I was gross. I would grab and touch because I felt like I was entitled because I was cute and I was bot. And I thought that was cute. So we really need to check ourselves. Yeah. Women need to check ourselves how we treat other women in the community. Yeah. That's good. I love. And I, I noticed that too because when yeah. I when I friend Leah on Instagram, I was scrolling through and I was liking all of her boob pics. I was like boobs, oh. <laughs> and I was like, let me stop. Let me look- stop. <laughs> that's so funny. I didn't notice. So I'm yeah. used to that. I that's thank you for like being honest and sharing that because I've never thought about that because you know what I think I, I also as being like queer sometimes feeling bi. Um, I feel like I'm non-threatening because mm-hmm. I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. So I, and because I usually feel safer around women as lovers. Yeah, yeah. So like I could, I, this is good for me to hear. Thank you for that is all yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was non-threatening too, but my friend had to tell me like, they, they're not they saying don't like it. because they're scared. They're scared of you. Oh, so they would do that nervous laugh. I would smack them on the butt and <gasps> say something crude, you know, and they yeah. would do that nervous uh-huh. laugh and walk away. And I would, I'm like that douche getting away with it. And it's giving me more power because she didn't say shit. She laughed. So <sighs> she must have liked it. So I'm gonna keep doing it, you know? So then mm-hmm. my friend had to like, stop doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, look wow. at this, look at, yeah. <laughs> look at like your self-awareness as someone doing the work, even Growth. you know, yes. like, okay, sorry. Can I just like, always something. ask you guys, yeah. like, are you usually disappointed with like the male species? Yeah. Okay. Cause, okay. So Serena, how do you handle like, cause it's like, you know, online and stuff, people will be like, immediately think man hater, feminist. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm not even hating men. I'm trying to teach men, but often I'm disappointed. And how do you deal with that? I ignore that. Oh, feminist man hating. Okay. I ignore that because that's only, that's coming from a place of you not knowing yourself. So you're obviously in that, you know, you're obviously the man that I'm talking about. Right. right, now. right. So I try to ignore that. But what keeps me grounded in that situation too is uh, my husband is because I know there's good men out there. Yes. I know that they they can learn and they can change and they can evolve. So that's what keeps me going is, is surrounding myself with men that ain't pieces of shit. Okay. Yep. I like that. Good. Mm-hmm. Just, just putting the focus on the positive. Mm-hmm. I, because yeah. it really is a I wide agree. range of ignorance that goes around, goes on with men. It yeah. really is just ignorance. A lot of them, like, yeah. like I've flashed on dudes. Like I said, I flash anything that's non you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. <laughs> that comes at me that I, that's unwarranted I would yeah. flash and sometimes Sensual. I would feel bad afterwards because it would just be some guy who doesn't know how to pick up women and said something the wrong way you know and it's right. like oh, you know I'm sorry mm-hmm. I really shouldn't have called you a piece of shit or something or whatever because you just don't know any better mm-hmm. you just don't know any better so we really it really does start with the children we really have to start educating young boys on how to communicate yes. with women Yes. And maybe that's where yeah. it's even more important to not let anything slide, like catch it, nip it in the bud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not working with children mm. at all, but I guess I, you know, I hope this show is reaching like young women. I think it is, but it can. And like we're parents. So mm-hmm. like if we're reaching parents, we can tell the parents that it's time to True. teach your little mm-hmm. boys mm-hmm. how yes. to not be assholes. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. Starts with that. Totally. Yeah. And I do have nieces and nephews that I'm trying to affect positively with that stuff. So then, yeah. 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 
I just okay. don't love, I don't really like being around kids. So I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do the kindergarten thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I still want to help. I wouldn't advise so it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Rena, do you, do you call yourself a witch? You do, right? I am. Yes. Okay. yes. When did you yes. start like identifying with that term? <sighs> Actually, I didn't really start calling myself a witch until last year. Mm. And I was so like, against it like even one of my youtube videos i'm like i'm not a witch i don't subscribe to that da, da, da. and then halfway through the video i had said so many witchy things i was like maybe i am a witch <laughs> <laughs> totally so get that i started, that yeah, so I started typing deep it, and like people got into my dms and they were like no bitch you're in the closet yes <laughs> yes yes, yes. <laughs> So I started even I was like, man, I am, I am, I am definitely a lunar witch for sure. Yes, 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 that's right. Um, so what divinations are you enjoying lately or in general? Um, I'm mad into Oracle and Tarot. Yes. So I, I do that all the time. All the do you, time. Do you have any like um top stories of of potent card pulls or things that happened? Um, no, but I do have a story on how I got into tarot. Yeah. So um like, I thought I was just going to do Kung Fu my whole life. I just thought that that was going to be it. I was going to be a master. And after I got like old and frail, I was just going to, you know, be behind the desk and just run the school that way. But um, I was sitting at my desk one time and my junior instructor was teaching class. So I legit had nothing to do but scroll through my phone. And I popped on YouTube. And because I'm into spiritual stuff, um, a woman named Rosology popped up on my YouTube feed and she reads tarot. And she started flipping these cards that I instantly became obsessed with. And as an addict, that was triggering because I was like, why do I want these cards so bad? And I had to tell, I had to have them. I had to have them. So oh. I'm scrolling I, the next hour or so I'm sitting at my desk. Where, where can I get these cards? Where can I get these cards? So I just Google tarot cards near me. And it was like, you have tarot cards six seconds away from you. And I had been working next door to a oh. metaphysical shop this whole time and I didn't know that so I told my instructor I was like I'm just going to go across the street I, gotta and go. I guess I need tarot cards right so I go across the street and I walk in and I was like can you tell me about tarot and she was like well our tarot class is about to start right now and I'm like no, no. shit <laughs> that's so crazy go in and they partner you with somebody that's experienced if you've never done it before so they gave me this user uh stack deck of cards it was the um morta the morta deck the, mm. the where they're all skeletons and there's roses so it was a challenging deck and i was partnered with a woman who was like a real deal psychic because she flipped out some cards but she really just closed her eyes and just read me and yeah. she read me to filth and i was like oh my goodness and she was like okay your turn and I'm like, I've never done this before. I legit do not know what I'm doing. And she was like, just read from here. Don't I mean, read from here. Don't read from here. Because if you're reading up here, you're just guessing. But if you kind of just take a deep breath and read from your heart space, it'll just flow. Mm -hmm. So I just started saying things and she was taking notes and I would get confused and start reading from up here and she would stop me and slow me down. And then she would take more notes. And then at the end, she flipped her thing over. She was like, okay, this is where you were correct because you were reading from here oh. and this is where you weren't correct because you were trying to make up shit <laughs> in your head, in, in wow. your head yeah. right so after that I got a deck of cards and I started practicing on my friends and I said you know what every time I would read for my friends they would instantly start crying and oh. I would touch them in a way so after that I they say you're only supposed to do um they say you're supposed to do 100 accurate readings in a row before you start charging people oh. I did like 10 
and then I started charging people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like got it back so accurate and like yeah. so dramatic like with the tears and the right. oh my gods and so then I just kind of fell mm-hmm. into it like literally fell into it oh that's like, amazing the fact that you yes. walk in and the class is about to yeah. start right yeah. across from where you work like that's yeah. incredible yeah. were you still working how yeah. did that go uh <laughs> when you went back to work that day yeah so I went back to work it, it gets even crazier guys it gets even crazier <laughs> oh so I had gotten two decks because um I just wanted to so I got uh the affirmer uh, affirmator deck and another crazy tarot deck and the affirmator deck is just with uh animals it doesn't have mm. people in it so I buy these two decks. I go back to my desk. I still don't have shit to do. So I'm like flipping through this tarot deck because yeah. uh, the, the lady at, that sold it to me said, that's how you get to know your deck. So I'm sitting at my deck. I'm flipping through. I'm like, okay, okay. And I flipped halfway through the deck and I go to slide the deck back in my purse and it slid back out into my hand. And I was oh. like, okay. So I started flipping more. And then as I started flipping more, I could start seeing things through the cards. I could start reading each card individually. And then I got to the um, Knight of Pentacles and I saw my husband and I saw our future. I saw everything. I saw everything Whoa. in just this one card. And wow. I started freaking out because again, I'm an addict, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. this can't Whoa. be possible that I can tell that me and my husband are going to retire in this island. I can see that in this card right here. And it's so crazy when I say this out loud. And I started thinking to myself, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? And as I was saying that, a truck outside went by and it had like all these words on it. But the one word that stood out was, yep. So as I'm saying, is this real? Is this real? Oh. Truck goes by and the word yep was on it. And I was like, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Mind completely blown. I was like, spirit is in the fucking house right yeah. now. Wow. <laughs> so after that I was sold I was sold I love that moment that's that's amazing synchronistic that that reminds me like last week I was driving in LA and I was having like a little anxiety about something and then I drove past immediately a billboard that says everything is going to be okay which is the name of a show coming out (laughs) but when I saw it I was like whoa yeah yeah LA (laughs) got me (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, those moments are so like, I I'm laughing. Cause I know what you're talking about. Like that feeling of mm-hmm. where you, where you actually sometimes say it out loud, even if you're by yourself where you're like, fuck, or like, Oh yeah. shit. Cause it yeah. just shows you something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, so from well, then on, I was just a believer and I just, I just dove into it. Oh, I'm so glad it, it led you to hear so we can meet you and like hear about all of it. Thank um, you. and all the good mm-hmm. work you're doing. Um, I'm wondering if you would be down to do a reading for the collective. Yep, 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 yep. Awesome, okay. Yes. So just whatever we all need to know when this comes out. Okay. I'm going to use my deck. It's not a deck for sale. It's just one that I created on my own. It's an Oracle deck. Beautiful. And I love it because it has all the colors so I can tell everybody I can do chakra readings with them as well. That's awesome. All right, here we go. Okay. Thank you to my spirit guides and everybody's spirit guides that get this reading today. Thank you for guiding me through this reading. What does everybody need to know right now? What does everybody need to know right now? Mm. 
you get a good shuffle, ladies. It's the witchy ASMR. We love it. <laughs> Truly. So I do not um, pick the cards. I don't cut and pick. I just hand over hand and just let whatever pop out. So I call okay. it letting spirit pick the cards. So that's love what it. we're going to do. What does everybody need to know right now? Oh, they're jumping. Mm -hmm. What is it? Cool. Right now. Oof. Oh, whoa. Like fish. Let me get one more. One okay. More. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've never seen a reading like that. That was beautiful. It's like a magician. Mm. Ooh. Okay, ladies. Okay. I'm okay. Are we, do we need seatbelts on? <laughs> Okay, so some of us can see some success coming, like we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but that we have a, sa a sacral chakra blockage and we're in denial about some underlying fears that we're having. We're envious about other people's successes. We're comparing our success to other people's successes. And we're kind of letting our mind get away from ourselves with that. So let me show you what we got. And a lot of us can be in denial about this. So if you're hearing this and you're like, oh, I don't envy anybody, just wait till you see the cards. So the first one we have is denial. Ooh. And pay attention to the colors because it's orange, 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 orange. We have envy. Ooh. Oh, uh-huh. We've got that fear. Mm. We do have success. Mm. And then we have imagination. Wow. And that's the only one that was a, a purple shade. Everything purple was like card. orange, yellow. So, but let me show you. Wow. <clears throat> we have the fear and the imagination. You see how that little purple and the fear right there mm -hmm. kind of coincides with uh -huh. the purple fear? That's letting me know that your fear is all in your head. It's all <sighs> coming from the crown chakra. Mm. It's stuff that you're making up mm. on your own because you're comparing yourself to other people's successes. You're seeing people in a place mm. that you want to be in and you're either telling yourself, I can't get there or why am I not there? And you're being a little impatient right now because we can see, we can see that success. And we do have a belief because we visualize it. We're visualizers. Mm -hmm. We can see the success coming because we know we're going to make it happen, but we're still living in this place of fear right here. Mm. Whoa. Wow. The fear, envy, denial cards, like just yeah it's such a vibe and, that and i understand that yeah. quote compassion or wait comparison is the thief of joy is that yeah. what it is mm -hmm. yeah yes and it's all in your head it's all in your head space so if we mm -hmm. can start just using some discernment of what we're doing up here if we're looking at someone's success and it's bringing us to a low vibration just know that that's their mission that's their struggle that's what they're meant to mm -hmm. do and it's not you it's not your journey it's mm -hmm. not so don't compare yourself your success to other people's successes mm -hmm. don't be envious of somebody else because what what is shown in the light may not be what's really going on with yes. them they are also going through some shit as well yes. so let's be let's use some discernment of what we're thinking let's get out of this fear base and we need to we need to do some um sacral chakra meditations as well done and bring it back to right. sex magic yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Full> circle. <laughs> but the success is there is, and it's going to oh. be your own creation your own creation oh, ooh. all right so th these are the things that we need to work on ladies 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Envy, fear, and denial. And those are, and so the sacral chakra is power, sex, money. Mm -hmm. Um, It's down where your like pelvic bones are. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really makes your reading makes so much sense because like, Mm -hmm. if we're having this, these blocks in the sacral, where success comes from. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. And I just today, Serena, you're probably going to see it soon. I just made a, uh, a draft for an Instagram reel about comparison and like, so no my way. brain was already there. Yeah. My brain was already there today, earlier yeah. today, thinking about like just staying focused on myself and being proud of myself and being proud for others. And that's like, yeah. that's how to stay happy and in your own lane. Yeah. I heard Ooh, that very, mm, spot on on point. I heard mm-hmm. that um, anytime you feel comparison or measuring, that's the cap- capitalism brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Capitalism teaches and ingrains comparison in us. So if you feel that thought coming up, you can probably trace it back to that wiring. Mm-hmm. Brainwashing, yep. really. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, Especially for you. women. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's it's like... I'm not saying that we're never going to have a fear. There's always going to be a fear, but mm-hmm. we have to figure out if it's mm-hmm. real or not and how to push past it. If it's a real fear, like, can I do this? Or I'm afraid of talking in front of, those are real fears, but those are things that you mm-hmm. just push past because you know you have to. But then there's fears like, oh, I'm incapable or I'll never be as successful as her. Those are fears that aren't real. Those yes. aren't real, so you have to cut <clears throat> that shit out. Mm, this yes. is so oh. helpful. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the reading. No also, yeah, love your you. cards. What a cool yeah. deck. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So, so cute. Amazing. Um, so where can people find you to, to get a reading or connect or with any with of you? your offerings? Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. everything's on the hoodrathippie.com. You can find um, all of my social media platforms. I'm, I'm on YouTube flipping cards live once a week and I do pick a card readings like three times a week. If you want information about the retreat, my Instagram, everything is on the hoodrathippie.com. Beautiful. They will find you and they will love you because our <laughs> listeners are the best. Thank um, you. <laughs> and then let's wrap it up with a basic blessing, something we're each grateful for today. Mm, I know what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for my um, handsome tax guy. It's my boyfriend. Ooh. My boyfriend's oh, doing okay. my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? Do you have a referral code? <laughs> Never mind. I'm grateful I got my second shot. Me yes. too. Yesterday. <laughs> oh, yes, you guys. Yes. Um, I'm so happy about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, very grateful um, that I've been fortunate enough to never experience homelessness. And um, I I really feel for everyone who has. And Serena, thank you for sharing about that. Being in LA, we see that a lot. And um, I want to help more. Mm. And I'm just really grateful that I've always had a home. So grateful. Mm. And so it is. Thank you so much, so Serena. And so it is. Yeah, thanks for raising the vibe. Oh, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> It was fun, ladies. <laughs> <laughs>
DC witches.